The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. How you doing, bud? Oh, not too bad. How are you doing? Uh, like we were talking before, very tired. Yeah, I feel that. We're uh, we're not we're not you know twenty anymore. We're not thirty anymore. Oh, dude, I know. Trust me, I know. It sucks. Yeah, I'm not even thirty nine anymore. It's even worse. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I killed him. <clears throat> so. We are going to be talking about this comic book. Um, it's been a minute since we've touched on Invincible. Yeah, it and has. I know this. Okay, so time of recording. The Adam Eve special just dropped from Comic-Con. The announcement for season two just dropped. That's coming in November. Um, this is just coincidental. Like, we literally picked this up what i think i gave this to you what two months ago yeah yeah uh, give or take because it was right it was right before we started radiant so so like i just we we uh got broken because of marvel shitty writing back in the 70s so we're like we want some good stories it just kind of worked out that i and again like us reading this and covering it i wish it would have been like a little more cohesive to where this stuff came out back in july when uh <laughs> all of comic-con stuff announces would been great for us but uh nope sorry sadly this is coming out september so two months before the the new season starts but i actually did read these ones so i mean i because <laughs> again they are good yeah yeah they are unlike unlike our uh iron man and fantastic four and uh anyway so yeah so we are covering Invincible. Uh, we're reading issues five through eight. Uh, if you want to check out our coverage of issues one through four with Clay way back when, um, you go look. I didn't want to look at the numbers, which episodes they were. Um, it was a while. Yeah. It was it was a while ago. Let me. My phone's up. all the way over there, so I'm not looking it up this time. That's fine. It was it was years ago. So I, at least two, because I think about a year and a half ago is when we stopped having people on for comics. So it's yeah, been at least two, right. maybe three years since we covered Invincible. It's been a while, that's for damn yeah. certain. Um. Anyway, so the writer of this is Robert Kirkman. Uh, Kirkman also did the lettering. The inks and the pencils were done by Corey Walker and Ryan Otley. The color is Bill Crabtree. And then in issue seven, we get, it's the Guardians of the Globe issue. So we get... Uh, different pencils and inks for the entire issue. Uh, so we also have Terry Stevens on pencils and inks. We've got 
Matt Roberts on pencils, Terry Moore on inks, Mark Ingle, Ingert, Ingert, yep, on pencils, uh, Eric Larson on inks, uh, Dave Johnson on pencils and inks, and Cliff Rathburn on pencils and inks. So just That's a lot of pencils that, and inks. Well, they're all for the separate heroes. Ah, gotcha. And so they had like three or four, five pages, depending on the hero. And then it comes back to Walker there by the end. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, this this first issue, issue number five, I think I have it written down just as Alan the Alien. Hey, that's what mine says, too. Yeah, because it basically starts off with uh, Mark being sent into space to fight a major baddie. Yeah, he, he's on the phone with his he's on his phone the phone with his dad, and Omni Man's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I need you to go ahead and suit up and get up into space." And about before fifteen minutes, I need you to fight this guy. You know, it's nothing nothing too severe. Just don't let him touch nothing foot on. Nothing you can handle. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. Um, just make sure he doesn't get into Earth. He's just uh, I deal with him every once in a while. He just knock him around a little bit and send him on his way. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, and it it gets to. I, I like how Marcus is like, well, how do I, am I going to be able to hold my breath in earth? Like, what, what, or, or, I can hold my breath for two weeks. You should be able to manage an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, which when Mark gets up there, Alan punches him. They start fighting. Um, obviously he gets, Mark gets knocked back into earth to basically get him like a, uh, a uh, second wind, if you will. Yeah. And he comes back and knocks Alan into the moon. And then, like, Alan is talking to him telepathically. Yeah. And he's like, and, hey, you know, he's like, uh, you want to take a break? We, you're, you're allowed one 15-minute break or whatever it is. Yeah, and this is this is where Mark's like, what are you talking? Like, you keep saying all this stuff. I have no idea who you My predecessor, he just beat you up. Like, what do you mean, like, I should be aware of you? Like, what, do you, what are you talking about? And, yeah, he, he says that you're allowed a break, and so we'll go ahead and explain everything to you i guess i your predecessor should have your previous champion should have told you all this and it ultimately just comes down to alan's on the wrong planet yeah he's been on the wrong planet for 15 years yeah because he is part of the uh champion evaluation he's he is a champion evaluation officer where they From go a coalition of planets yes uh where they are oh fuck alan's a cop He's actually a... Oh, shit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Damn well, it. I mean, we knew that, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he comes... But I used to like was... Alan. <laughs> you can still... Well... Did you read the book? You kind of forgot what happens there towards the end, didn't you? I mean, yeah, but, you know, that's at the end. That's fair. It makes sense, though, now that I realize he's a cop. <laughs> Well, I mean, correlation of plants. We should have saw it from the get-go. Yep, we should have. One, three, one, two, guys. Anyways. Um, yeah, so he explains to Mark that his job is to go from planet to planet uh, on scheduled encounters with their respective champions. You know, I end up hitting each planet once every three years. We do a little fighting, and I refer back on whether or not they're up to the correlation standards. Um, and then... Mark is just like, yeah, but uh, we didn't sign up for uh, for this. Like most people on our planet don't believe in aliens. And Mark's like, or uh, Alan's just like, what are you talking about? Like, here it is. 
Urath has been Urath has been on my schedule for 15 years now. Yeah. Urath. Who, where the hell is Urath? Well, this is Earth. And you see in Alan's expressions like, oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. I I fucked up hard. But then he takes off and uh Mark goes back, you know, home, and uh he's like and uh his dad's there and he's like, Hey, uh, you know, how did it go? And he's like, Oh, he's like, apparently it was a uh, miscommunication and he wasn't even supposed to be here. And uh, he's like, Oh, I've never thought about talking to him. I usually just punch his face until he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, his dad pauses for a second and he's just like, huh? Okay. And, and then his Good mom's like, man, maybe you should try using your brain instead of your brawn sometime. And he's <laughs> like, Oh, look, that's beginner's luck. <laughs> And then, yeah, Mark goes back up to bed. He's good because he has school in the morning. But then he remembered that when his dad called him, he was in the middle of a like a writing assignment or something. And uh, physics, I think. Now he's got to finish his homework. It sucks. I get that, Mark. I used to. I uh, used to do the same thing, you know, put it off to the last minute. Hell, I still do that. You know, I uh, just talk about that, putting things yeah. off to the last minute. I say I used to do my homework in class at the beginning of the class before it was due. So, yeah, I get that. Wow, that is literally last minute shit. Yes, I at least sir. got it done the day before. The night oh, before. I, I did not do Sometimes homework at home. If you I could, homework. Huh? Oh, but no, especially yeah, high school, especially junior senior year. If I could get it done in study hall or in class, I got it done in study hall or in class. See, I did if, not take shit home. If I didn't get it done in class or in study hall, I didn't do it. <laughs> okay. That's because fair. you know what they told us that school is supposed to be like training for work and uh <laughs> never told me that shit oh no i had i had a teacher that was arguing with me one time they're like well this is supposed to train you for work and i'm like well good well i was like because i'm not doing anything i'm not getting paid to do and that's when i quit doing homework <laughs> I, I, look that's not a that's not a bad thought process um i know i know like bella she gets all of her homework done at school usually um, every once in a while, she'll have to bring something home. But that, she's also in like photography class, where that is, she has to go on a like an assignment yeah. to one of the school athletic functions and take pictures there. Yeah, I just I hated. Well, plus you know, especially in high school, we were getting older. We had jobs. We had to work. So nope. trying to and then like sports, trying to balance that out just was impossible yeah during wrestling season i went to school went to wrestling went to work went home to sleep woke back up and did the same thing yeah. like there there was no there was no play in my schedule for that and that was i'd like to use that as the excuse why i didn't do my homework but honestly it was just because i uh i fucking thought homework was stupid if my teacher couldn't teach me what I needed to know in class, they weren't doing their job right. That's fair. That's very fair. Speaking of more school, uh, next issue here, we've got Mark. Well, we've got William coming by. To Are you talking about Bill? Billy? Will? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, he was saying that they it, he sounded like condescending. No, dude. You want me to call William? I'm calling you William. Like, Yeah. Although I would never would have asked, hey, can I shorten your name? I did like how when um what was it, Rick? Yeah. It was just yeah. like, Yeah, can I call you can I call you Will? Yeah, if I can call you R Sherry. Yeah. Never mind. 
Um, no, like, yeah, I, if he wants to be called William, call him William. It's not that hard, and he's not asked for correcting people. Yeah. But then again, this is also 2003. Um, so, you know, people are people were different back then. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. So I, I love how they're playing catch and they're literally throwing the ball around the world. Yeah. Omni Man and, and Invincible. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, shit. You know, he's like, I forgot. You know, William's going to be here anytime now. So they run back inside. Well, they fly back inside, which, you know, the mom's like, hey. Debbie's just like, yeah, no flying in the house. How many times have I told you to? I love it. Uh, and then they're sitting there and they're uh, talking and he's talking to Will. He's like, oh, he's like, I forgot my, I forgot something inside. Hold on a second. And he runs back in. William. Flies out his window. And, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, he flies back out and grabs the ball. Could you imagine what kind of damage that ball would have done if he would have forgotten about it? Oh, dude. In theory, it could have just kept going around the Earth. Eventually, it would lose enough momentum to where it would drop and hit something. Eventually, because it wasn't in that high of an orbit, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, but just ha- if it if it, oof. we we think the next couple issues going to be bad, or next volume is going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, Which, if people have seen the show, you know what's coming. Yeah, okay. except it's better in the comic, I think. Oh well, hundred percent. Um, yeah. yeah, but then you know, Omni Man and uh, uh, what's the mom's name? Debbie. Debbie, uh, get freaky because you know there's no mark ah. in the house. Kids are gone. I do. I. Do. <laughs> I, I mean, it. We cut back to them a couple different times, and uh, it's just kind of fun. Like they're. They're, it's nice that they have that loving a relationship. I also think there is an ulterior motive. Um, okay, for, so if you have if you haven't read the comics, shame on you. Go read the comics. If you've seen the show, you know what's coming. I kind of think not just Omni Man. Ayo. Oh, um, I kind of think that the moment Mark told. Nolan, that hey, so that alien's been coming for the last three, you know, fifteen years. Um, I just talked to him, and and he realized he was on the wrong planet. I think that's the moment he realized his time here is up, and he has to. He's having these wonderful times with Debbie, his wife, because he knows coming up real quick, he's got well, to take over the world. Well, he also he also knew that because you know Mark was uh, turning into an adult, and you know yes. what? Yes, like he two knew weeks that, or whatever. Yeah, he he knew that with Mark being being getting his powers. That all right, cool. Now there's two of us. Um, that just means I need to my plans need to start going quicker. I, I think having Alan show up and realizing that oh he's gonna go report back to somebody. Because I, I guarantee Mark told him, "Hey, he's part of this correlation of planets. He's part yeah. of this oh, yeah. thing." And once Nolan hears all that, you know, he puts two and two together. It's like, "All right, well, my time here is done. Uh, I'm going out last big hurrah, a few different times with my wife, and um, yeah, because we're gonna see in the next issue, obviously, what he does." Yeah, I, that's, 
that's just my thinking. Like this is the beginning of like this this obviously we we know he is the one that kills all the guardians in the next issue. We saw that in the show. What? No way. I do like how we saw that at the end of the first episode of the show and not like what five episodes in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, like it, it's I think it's it's we're starting this because later on Debbie even notices like, hey, you've been acting different. Like you've been things yeah. have been weird with you. She says something about it and then he kind of gets testy with her. He's like, her. man, yeah. He's like, you know, seven of the you know, seven of my friends just died and blah blah blah. And like she's like, Yeah, but that was I understand that, but you were acting off before that. Like, I don't know yeah. what's going on with you. So I think that this is just my headcanon. That moment when Alan shows up and Mark stops him, talks to him, realizes what's going on is the moment where Nolan's like, all right, now I, I can't second guess this anymore. I, ha- I have to go through with what I was supposed to do. Just thought. Um, we we get the, you remember the teen team? Well, yeah. The, uh, the uh, yep, teen team. Look, all we have to remember is Adam Eve from that team. No. I mean, Duplicate's pretty cool too. Yeah. But Rex uh, is a douchebag. Rex is a total douchebag. Uh, and Robot is being invited to try out for the Guardians of the Globe. So Robot. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, this actually is Robot. This is, Oh, that's right. That's this right. version is a Robot. Yeah. Robot becomes something else later on. That's um, right. But yeah, so Robot gets invited to, to the Guardians. Um, he's disbanding the team team, which is just like, I think either Eve or maybe even Mark says it. I'm sorry, uh, Rex is like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. We're all getting older anyway. We're kind of not going to be, we're all going to age out of this place regardless. And Robot's like, you know what? This is still a private thing. If you guys want to use it, go right ahead for whatever you need. You still have access to this this secret base. So it's, it's kind of bittersweet. Um, we then get this character named Black Samson, who, man, I kind of feel bad for him. I also feel bad for the fact that, you know, he, he's nothing without his powers, so, or nothing without the suit. So, uh, you know, he shouldn't need the suit. Yeah. I wonder if that's where um, they got it for No Way Home. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> Homecoming. Yeah. But yeah, he's talking to um, Art. The Taylor. The Taylor. And basically say, hey, I need my suit. The Guardians of the Galaxy just... Uh, I'm the Guardians, Guardians of what? Of the globe. Guardians of the Globe. I knew I was going to say it wrong at one point. I knew I was going to. Um, they revoked my membership. Like, I'm, I'm nothing without a suit. I need to have my powers back. And he is... he He's told two days. Like, his suit will be ready in two days. And he's like, two days is like an eternity to me. What do you, dude? You don't have speed powers. Like, you're yeah. not going no by shit. every minute. Like, is crawling by. Like, your powers are based in light. I, I don't know. Right? Or is, does he have light powers? I can't remember anymore. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. So that that one, I'm not gonna say it bugged me, but I also understand why they put this in here. Yeah, I mean, I there's it. only one. Yeah, the only reason why they put it in there was to make sure that we knew that, uh, you know, he was getting a suit made. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we talked about 
uh, Mark and William getting to the college and looking at the university and William basically being told his name sucks. Huh. Um, and then, you know, uh, Omni-Man and Deb, Dave banging out again. And then... Uh, uh, we had the one scene where the trash from Burger Mart from, like, issue one... Oh, yeah. Finally falls, lands. Falls in England. That was kind of fun. That dog must have been happy. Yeah. Um, also, so this other guy, uh, David, who is... You know, he asked if William prefers Bill, and he's just like, okay, William it is, sorry. And William's just like, no need to apologize. And then Davis says, could have fooled me. But, dude, your tag, the shirt, your shirt tag is sticking out of your shirt. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I just, that bugged me. Look, man, all right? All he was trying to do is make a friendly conversation. And Billiam was like, I ain't having it. I mean, I don't know. But when everybody wants to shorten your name, that you don't want to shorten yourself, it just kind of... I would be like, do you want to go by Ronald all the time? Although you do a lot, so... yeah. Uh, in some places, yeah. yeah. Or Ron. Or Ronnie. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. honestly, I don't care, so... Same. Same. I mean, I'm not, I'm not William here where... Uh, you know, I'm going to get, like, fucking angry about it. Well, there's a lot about William that hasn't been, been brought up yet. And see, knowing that now, you see the signs here. Yeah. Yeah. So, But anyway, William and Mark are just walking around the university. They're like, yeah, man, this is a really good place. It's got everything everything I need. With my grades, I can, I'm a shoe-in kind of thing. Like, this is... This is a good place to be. I think this is this is right. And as they're sitting down on a bench, this creature, uh, who are called, I mean, this is his first appearance. We don't get a name until I want to say the next volume, maybe the volume after. I can't remember. I think this it's the next a, volume. This is a reanimate, right? Does it have, uh, yeah, yeah, a reanimate. Um, he comes bursting through a wall. Mark tells William to take cover and then like runs off. Uh, and then comes in comes Invincible to try and stop this creature. Uh only for him to get like smacked around. He's hitting basically anybody that's in his way. And then he jumps on the giant sundial to impale himself. Yup. I mean, in his defense, if you look like that, you'd want to, you know, impale yourself too. So correct. And we're we'll get more on these beings later. I don't think it's the next volume. I think it's the volume after. They Is may it? show up in the next volume. I want to say they show up at least two times before, like the actual. Uh... See, I. So here's the problem with the show: is they move things around from the books to make it work for the show. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um. So, like, I know what you're getting at, and I feel like I remember that in the comic as well, but I don't think it is. I don't know. We're, we're reading the next volume next, and so we'll see, but um, I don't know. We'll see, basically. Uh, yeah, so Invincible, obviously, you know, ambulance comes, takes care of the one. Care hey, of the real quick, at, while uh, the ambulance uh, is there, did you notice there's a Charlie Brown? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, we, we had this discussion last time because yeah. we found some hidden things in the in the books, which were like, look at William Shirt, Magnum Pi, Magnum Pi. Yeah. I I, I kind of laughed at that. Um. Yeah. So, Invincible takes off. Mark comes back in to William, saying, "Hey, man, I'm happy you're okay." And then William's like, "Man, why didn't you tell me you had superpowers?" Like. Perfect. I mean, the kid like, was honored smart. at least. Yeah. Yeah. We all have a, uh, you know, like every other superhero, or, you know, the people never figure it out, no matter how many times, you know, Superman runs away and then comes back, or Spider Man, or Peter Parker runs away and Spider Man comes back, or, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a trope that used to work and i know superman is a great example of when he's clark he has like a he's like slouching his hair is all tussled up he's got glasses i know everybody focuses on the glasses oh just take glasses off and he's totally he's the same person it's his demeanor he he yes. changes his whole demeanor and then when he's superman he's he's straight he's tall he's just like perfect spider-man is another one of those where i know early on Peter Parker was a nerdy, dweeby, whatever. Spider-Man was confident, jokey. So you could definitely tell the two apart. However, you are correct. When one is needed and the other one immediately disappears, you should be able to put two and two together. Right? You'd think. but So, so like, I'm kind of happy well, that it's like, is it what? Here. I think it's Spider-Man 2 where... Uh... Um, he runs away while they're in the bank, and uh, the bank teller's like, "Well, that's a really uh, brave kid you got there, or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that's fun. We'll, we'll get to that soon, I think. Well, soonish. Uh, but yeah, so Mark comes home, um, notices his parents have been doing the hanky panky because uh, Debbie hey, Sharp sure is on backward. Uh, and then Nolan gets a phone call from Art, the tailor, uh, basically telling him, him and Mark go down to talk to Art. And he basically says, hey, yeah, so uh, Black Samson's suit is uh, been stolen. And since no supervillains know where I'm at, and the only people that know about the suit are the people that, you know, I talk to, yep. I only have really one conclusion as to, you know, who took it, but yeah yeah kind of sucks and then we get you know adam eve uh dropping down into the um headquarters and seeing something that uh really fucks her up yeah which is fair i mean yeah uh so okay so this third issue issue number seven uh I think it was last volume where they called out their own hypocrisy of using the same panel over and over again. Yeah. And then the first, cause the first two pages are literally the same panel over and over and over again, which is great. Uh, but it's just, it's Mark sleeping. And so we're, we're not having a invincible story. We're talking about the guardians of the globe, um, which is basically just a justice league ripoff. If we're being honest, 
Oh, come on. What are you talking about? Who Who is this first character based on, really? Darkwing Duck. Oh, okay. That is a fucking ripoff, the stupid bastards. <laughs> yeah, the first guy is Darkwing. It's um, the city is i did like how it's like it's called midnight city and then it's like nine o'clock a.m and you get found out that the midnight magician apparently succeeded in his suicide mission three years ago and now midnight city is just always midnight. Dark. yeah yep um but that's okay because it works out for the batman wannabe here exactly so he takes down these two wannabe robbers. Or now he doesn't have to worry about getting the uh, tan lines on his face because he got half a mask. <laughs> uh, then he gets called to return to the Guardians of the Globe uh, base, and so he leaves the two on the roof. Uh, tells his, I'm assuming his butler, like, "Hey, these guys, yeah. yeah, these guys are here. Alert the authorities." Even though they did say that, you know, the government is paying people to leave the city. Yeah. So like the the cops are like a skeleton crew practically, um. So yeah, so he goes off. So we can basically assume that those guys that he tied up on the roof are just dead. Um, no, they said there's still some there, just you know. Yeah, but they're not going to get time. around to that for like days. <laughs> we'll see. They have, yeah. Well, who knows? But then we have somebody zooming around Moscow, saving people, stopping villains. Yep, saving kitties. <sighs> and we find out that uh, this is the Red, Red Rush. Red Rush is supposed to be having a, uh, a a date with his wife. Yes, but instead he keeps uh, you know zipping off to uh, do hero stuff. Oh, yeah, well, but here's the thing though. Yes, he's doing that, but he's but also still listening. It, yeah, he's paying yeah. attention to the conversation, which is good. He's doing a hell of a lot better than, you know, Wally West. Yeah. You know, I mean, is there is there anybody that doesn't do better than Wally West? Oh, wait. Early Wally West was not great. Later Wally West was awesome. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I've only gotten the early Wally West. So. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So he gets called. He's got to run. Um, then we get War Woman up in Boston. She had just woken up in her girlfriend's apartment. Yeah. Uh, which then gets attacked by the Ares wannabe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder who she's based off of. Uh, Hawk Girl. If Hawk Girl was Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> actually, it's kind of like a Wonder Woman Big Barda combo, if, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But either way, she takes down this guy uh, and basically and tells her girlfriends, like, hey, uh, tell your landlord I'll pay for the damages and I want to stay over more so we should move out and get a bigger place because this will probably happen a lot more. Um, yeah. So then she gets the alert and she goes flying off. Uh, next is Aquarius in Atlantis. He is so busy sleeping on the throne. Yeah. Hey, look, ruling is a difficult job, apparently. Uh, especially for Atlantis, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even look like there's anybody in Atlantis right here, so... Well, he's in the throne room. 
So I mean, even when he's swimming out of the city, like you don't see any other. I see those five fish. Swimming I was by him. talking about mer people, but <laughs> yeah, he gets the he gets the alarm. He goes off. And our last one is the oh, I forgot these guys' names. I literally just saw them too. Martian uh, Manhunter and uh, Green it's, Puke. It's Green Ghost and Martian Man. Which yeah. Is, yeah. It's almost the same. Um, they're off in space. They're fighting some Brainiac wannabe. Uh, and Martian Man re- has to remind Green Ghost, like, hey, you can phase through him and, and stop him. And it gets revealed that Green Ghost has only been a hero for a month. Like he's, yeah, something like he's that. still learning. Um, and so they get the call. They got to go. This is after we find out that the way he becomes the Green Ghost is by uh, eating or swallowing some device that he has. Yeah, to it looks like some kind of like an egg shaped something. Something I don't know. And it's then he weird. pukes it out whenever he you know turns What's back. back to normal. Uh, yeah. I also want to then... point out that apparently everybody doesn't know how to work their their tags on their shirts because obviously we needed it to figure out for Mark to figure out that that his parents were boning, but like the green ghost here, his is sticking out in the back when he becomes normal. Maybe the uh, artist, it's a problem that he has often, so he made it everybody else's <laughs> problem to make it seem you know normal. That's fine. Hey, well, t- tell you what, it was a problem a couple decades ago. That's why all the shirts are tagless now. All of my shirts have been tagless for a long time because I tear the fucking tags out of them. <laughs> Then our last guy is uh, the Immortal, and he's facing off against a Vulture wannabe. Uh, Mr. Geriatric, I think is what his name is, or something like that. Something like that. Biplane. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I'm going out in style. Yeah, uh, let, me, let me say, he's he's got cancer, Doc gave me a month, so I'm going to take a sh- bunch of people with me. And the Immortal's just like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> it just throws him into space. Well, he doesn't throw him into space, does oh, he? Oh, no, he throws him into space. He says, when in doubt, throw them into space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he just committed murder. Um, yeah, well. Like, not even subtle murder. Well, I mean, look, because he's going to fly off. What's to say that uh, people watching don't know he's going to go save him? They don't know. You never know. Sure. I mean, he's not. I mean don't, don't get me wrong, like, he definitely took care of the problem, and uh, dude probably died horrifically, but he didn't have to wait. Oh, yeah, no, he, he definitely froze to death uh, immediately. Or imploded. Or burnt when he was passing through the atmosphere and, you know, burned and died. when you re the atmosphere is when it becomes the problem. I don't know. Uh, or he just, you know... Uh, Slowly suffocated as he uh, went through the uh, higher atmosphere. That one I could see happening. That's probably more likely what happened. But yeah. So yeah, so he goes off to the guard, the guards of the globe's face, and uh, he walks in and sees everybody there. And he's like, "So why, uh, why are we here? What's what's the emergency?" And the Red Rush is like, "Wait, you don't know that." We all don't know. I thought you called this meeting. And, and then before, people start losing their heads. Yeah, before anything else can happen, um, 
Red what Red Rush and Aquarius get their heads smashed together. Green Ghost gets his snapped off. Uh War Woman gets her hers just snapped. Um Martian like... Man and Darkwing looks like their insides became their outsides. <laughs> I'm gonna make your entrails your X trails. Oh. <laughs> uh and then uh the immortals just like, you know, show yourself, you're a coward. Um you may have caught the others by surprise, but you won't be by won't be so easily easy. And then he sees who it is, and he's like, You. I never liked you. Yeah, and then he gets his head cut off. Yep. And then we see bum bum bum. It's Omni Man. Yes. He says the feeling is was mutual. Um which is fair because I mean knowing you know later on when fucking immortal comes back, he's a douchebag. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I get having your head cut off makes you kind of a dick, but, you know. But he's also, he's had his head blown off when he was, you know, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, plus, <laughs> every other time, he probably yeah. died. He's called the Immortal. Like, like yeah. Nolan knew this was going to be the only way to take him out. He had to decapitate him. And even then, we saw how well that worked, so. I mean, it would have been fine had, you know, they not put his head in his coffin. But we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask, and you may not remember because I know I don't remember. Um, the first time you read this and you get to this part, what were your thoughts? If you remember. About him killing everybody? About him being a villain, yeah. I was like, man, it's like, I wonder. Well, first I was like, did he kill them because they were actually doing bad things? Because we were also reading The Boys at this point in time. And uh, then I was like, oh, you know what? I wonder if he's just a bad guy. And, yeah. Um, First time I read it. Yeah, I don't remember. It's been so long ago. I mean, that's fair. Because, I I mean, I read these a good, what, maybe five, ten years before you. Yeah, because I read them. I didn't read them until, like, what, 2018 or something like that? Whenever we started covering them. Yeah. Yeah. No, because no, you start reading before we cover them. Yeah, and then because I had borrowed, I had borrowed like the first uh, first couple of them. I read through those, and then I just went kept going through them, and then we ended up covering them like a year or two after I had uh, read them. Yeah, it was. uh, I remember it being shocking, like what the heck is going on? Why, like we've just been seeing him as a hero. What's why did he do this? Uh, and obviously, we find out. We'll find out in the next volume exactly why he did it. Yeah. Um, I will say so. This next, uh, this last issue, issue eight. Um, this is the funeral, and them having all of the uh, image heroes on the cover was fun, and obviously in the issue. Um, the, my only issue is that I can only remember Savage Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who all the rest of these people are. Uh, you got one of the Rorschach. Uh, I, yeah. the, uh, I think the guy with the uh, hawk looking face is just called the hawk. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Okay. That, that works. Um, so we open up this issue with Damien Darkhold. Uh, investigating the death of the Guardians of the Globe. And so he's talking to Nolan. 
And his prime suspect is Black Samson because the suit was stolen, stolen. from Art. Uh, so that's like, that's the yeah, only and the, the suit was stolen from Art and they had, you know, cast him out of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so, you know, that's my only lead. And Nolan's like, man, Black Samson on a good day couldn't even have taken out one of the Guardians, let alone all of them. Yeah. Which, I mean, I I get it. He he was a guardian. He's not going to. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have done anything. Yes, he was hurt because they dropped him. They left him alone. But like, he could not do this. It wasn't him. Um. And as he's talking, we see both uh, Adam Eve, and then later, Invincible flying into Mark's room. And when he walks in, there is. Adam Eve for there's Eve talking or saying like oh like it was terrible Porter. like I I it was Rex and Kate and there was more than one of her and I walked in on them and it's just it's like it's is which uh she calls her uh a multi slut yeah but yeah. hey uh, I guess guess who broke up I guess Rex and the uh, Rex and Eve broke up, so now yeah. Mark's in the, you know, if he wants to get with Eve as a rebound, he could. But, you know, he is, he sees her as a friend. Yeah, and he's there just supporting her, and then his mom comes in and freaks the fuck out. Which is understandable. You got... I mean, okay, it's only partially understandable. Like, she overreacts hardcore. They are both fully dressed. And, sure. And, but like... She's also, Eve is also laying her head in his lap on their bed backs to the door like bawling though like it'd be different if like you know look i'm sure there have been times when somebody's head is in your lap and they are bawling yep maybe some crying but never bawling (laughs) anyway yeah, yeah, so, so like, um, you know, Debbie's like, oh, you know, we need to have a talk with you guys, apparently. And Mark's like, yeah, sorry, this is so awkward. Um, you know, we were literally just talking. And, uh, yeah. Then Nolan comes in. He's like, oh, hey, by the way, the Guardians of the ga- uh, Planet are dead. Guardians of the Globe are, they passed away. We got a funeral tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we get back to school. The Reginald Bell Johnson School. I still love that, by the way. Yeah. Um. And William comes up, and he's talking to him. Basically, can't keep quiet about Mark being a superior. Like he just—it's well, one he of those like he keeps saying things out loud, and Mark's like, "Dude, you gotta like, you can't just say that kind of shit. Like, you need to, you know, tone it down a bit." Yeah. But as they're talking. Up walks this blonde, uh, her name is Amber, and hands Mark a note and then walks off. Well, she tells him, she's like, hey, open that later when you're at home. I guess that was, yeah, okay. For some reason, I always thought it was William that said that, but I guess it makes more sense that she says it. Um, and then we get, um, oh, what the fuck is this kid's name? The uh, by? Derek? Yeah. Derek Sanders. Who uh, used to be like a jock douchebag, like 
he was the one from the first volume that got his insides turned into a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently, according to William, that the uh, the the professor, the whatever, the teacher that did that to him, made it so that he like he took out whatever essential organs and put the essential bomb pieces in that they they took out all the bomb stuff when they fixed this kid when they fixed Derek, but like the metal chest plate is still there and his insides are still like. Jumbled up. up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like, it sucks. Yeah. And but then, then, then Eve walks up, and it's the classic, they both know, but they don't know that they know. Yeah. They both know Mark's secret that he's invincible, but neither one of them knows that the other one knows that Mark is invincible. Yep. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So, complications galore. Shocker. So we get, uh, I mean, there's a quick scene of Mark heading to the funeral, but stopping this elephant guy, whatever. They get, you mean rhino? I mean elephant? I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Elephino. Yeah. Elephino, is that what you just said? Yeah. Nice. Um, so they get home to change, and Debbie's talking to Nolan. It's like, okay, so you got the funeral today, but uh, what do you want to do for Mark's birthday? And, yeah, and he's like, Mark's birthday? She's like, you know, our son, the, the kid that's been with us for, you know, 18 years almost. It's next week. Ringing any bells? And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't care about that kid. Well, he's like, yeah, with all that's going on. And she's like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize, you know, it was hitting you so hard. Um, so we get to the funeral, and it's going well for the most part. Like I said, there's a ton of uh, of heroes there. From the image line, obviously a ton from the invincible stuff too. The Marauder twins show up and yeah. they're there to pay their respects because as much as you know these guys that they were villains and these guys were heroes, they still respected the Guardians of the Globe. So Sure. I mean I honestly like if that was the only thing, I'd be okay with it. Like they're not there to cause any problems. True. They're there to pay their respects to worthy adversaries. We find out that's not the case, though. Um, I mean, yeah. Which, anybody that thought that was the case, you know, is a dupe. What? I think it's like the Spider Girl, the, the, no, Spider Gwen issues, where she, since like issue one of her series, She's been facing off against like the bodega bandit like every single time. And it gets to the point where anytime that he goes to rob a bodega, she's just like, Hey, Clint, or whatever your name is, like, you good? Yeah. All right. And it's like she punches him and takes him to jail. It became like a just a, a respect thing over time. And when I think there was one moment where Spider Gwen shows up and is like not having a great time like she's she's off and and he notices it and he just kind of like all right so i'm gonna give this back and like we can go talk kind of thing like he they there is a a mutual respect there so it it isn't out of the realm of possibility the marauder twins are here just to pay their respects 
but I'm also right there with you. Like, no, I didn't for one thing. One thing think that they were for one no. second they were here for for that. Because they are uh, definitely not that kind of uh, supervillains. No. Then we we find out that Sanford, who is Samson's butler, uh, is the one that stole his suit because he was going to take out the guardians himself um, for disrespecting his boss. Yeah, this guy's got a uh, uh, hardcore like uh, look. This is like the the terrible fruits of capitalism. <laughs> this this guy right here is the boomer that's like no you can't you can't treat my boss that way this company's everything and you know yeah i gotcha um but he gets taken out really easily really easily but not really quick because the marauder twins even say like you guys defeated us in less time they took he, you to take out this guy yeah this was a public thing they didn't want to just murder him you know which is fair i mean there's <clears> a bunch <throat> of civilians here yeah. So, uh, yeah, funeral's done. We had a quick scene of of Eve coming back to the the base, seeing everybody, seeing Rex flirting his duplicate. Eve, uh, yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, screw you, I'm done," and like leaves. Uh, we got Mark coming home, finds a note from Amber, sees that it's her number. Um, yeah. And then oh. no 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 this, this is this is great we can't forget this and then well I wasn't going to oh okay and then Wilk William comes by and he's like hey uh he's like you could show me the world you know <laughs> shining shimmering splendid and Mark's like dude this is this is so gay as he carries him in his arms to fly away yeah it, I mean it's it's William basically saying hey like you know ever since we left Upstate University I've been thinking could you could you take me flying. And Mark's just like, okay, fine, I guess. <laughs> Look, Again, no... we're seeing the signs. We're not putting it together. Yeah. Because I think even at the, uh... yeah, no, it's just, it's all there. But then we get to the scene where Nolan is, um... yeah, he, he, him and Debbie are in bed. Uh, he's taking notes for a new book. He's like, since Mark might be, is going to be going to college soon, I need to put another book out. And this is where Debbie's like, yeah, you've been off for a while. You know, what's going on? And he's just, he keeps on telling her that, that he's fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah, fine. It's one of those words. Yep. Uh, we get uh, this final couple pages. We got Derek going to the cemetery and pissing on the uh, the grave of the, the professor. That that, him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then two guys uh, digging up the grave. Of... Now my he, of the immortal, uh, but yeah. my my complaint was my complaint of this is um, they're digging up grass. Yeah, that 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 grass grew over real quick. Now, unless they put like sod over it, like which they might have, because if you look at the aerial view, it looks like they've still got the edges of the sod like put down. Which first thing I do is. Take up the sod and not dig through the sod, you idiots. But whatever. Yeah, because then you could just cover it back up and make it look like nothing happened. Exactly. But they're not smart. They're just looking nope. for, you know. Uh... Yeah, because what do they say here? Um, I read on the internet that if you drink from the immortal skull, you'll live forever. 
So yeah, they're they whatever they're idiots. So they do dig up yeah. his grave, um, only to be confronted by the Marauder twins, who are like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll take over from here." Um, you Thanks guys for doing all the hard out. work for us, and I get the fuck out. Yeah. So I love this series, man. Oh, like, dude, I'm it's... happy. Yeah, that were, that were In- Invincible is amazing. Like it's it's a fantastic series. It may be a thing where I actually just continue reading after we're done, just because it's been forever since I've read these. Um, and just kind of keep them as well. You're not wrong. So yeah, like I I love the series. We definitely need to not wait as long. Agreed. Uh, cover like, this. yeah. We 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 on hell we could probably just run through the whole thing like over the next you know year know. and a half. Um, I mean I don't want it to be just an invincible dominating podcast, but uh, yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I mean we can definitely get we can get through a significant amount maybe next year. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go that route. We'll figure maybe, it out. Maybe yeah. even considering this is just under an hour at, at this moment. Uh, maybe we can maybe put two together. We'll see. I know these first. The thing is, I know these first like six are like four to five issues a piece, mm-hmm. and then it starts getting into the six to eight to like I think when we get there's a a war in the fifty fifty issues. I can't remember where that's like ten issues. And then the final arc is like twelve issues. So like I know it gets the arcs get are getting bigger. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That being said, um, thank you all for listening. We are part of the Professional Casual Network uh, with a bunch of shows on the network. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I don't all, all all the time. There's a show on at some point in time or something. Yeah. Uh, you can find uh, us on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram, Comic Book Rundown, on Twi- Threads, Comic Book Rundown. You can email us, comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. Um, if you do, we'll read an upcoming episode. Our song was done by Joe from One Half of the Sex Turtles and formerly Wreck My Podcast. Uh, we've got merch over on Redbubble and Public. And yeah, so yeah, that covers can, everything. So where can they find you if they want to find you? Uh, good at this game, Instagram, uh, TikTok, other places, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of 
wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.